This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. Over the weekend, um, we were in Melbourne uh, and my dad was there as well. We had a lot of Uber Ubers trips. We did a yeah. lot of Ubering. Is that that's the verb? Yeah, we sure. Did some Ubering. Ubering. We Ubered. Ubered around. Um, look, it was fine. It, I, I will say, in the city, in the big cities at the moment, Uber is becoming more frustrating than taxis. Literally, they just they get to where you are within thirty seconds of where you are, realize what the fare is going to be, and cancel it. And yeah. it's like that's not what Uber was meant to be. It was Sorry. meant to be short trips, and yeah. it was meant to be uh, very frustrating. But yeah, anyway, it's quite annoying. Um, that's that was a whole thing. But we got eventually we would get a driver, and it was great. It was worked the exact exact way it was supposed to work. Um, except for the fact that my dad doesn't have Uber, the app, yeah. so he wouldn't be able he couldn't split fares where are they from is there a lot of ubers no no ubers no at all they live in a country town no ubers yet makes a lot of sense makes total sense for him to not have it but it also means that he is and i'm giving the benefit of the doubt here wildly unaware of how much ubers cost yeah of course absolutely we took about all said and done because we we went out to st kilda then we came back then i think we did probably five uber trips that involved my dad yeah um, and to the value of near on 170 bucks or something like that. Okay, when wow. All was said and done. Yeah, you know, right, okay. All of them together. Yep. Dad said uh, on Sunday morning, we were having breakfast just before we all went our separate ways, and Dad was like, oh, don't mate, I've, I've transferred you some money for the Ubers as well. Yeah. Let's have a little bit of a fun game now and guess how much money do you think Dad put into my account for the five Uber trips that he was a third of? Third of all five? Yeah. I would say... Probably should fall somewhere around seventy to sixty dollars. Yep. Uh, so we're going with that uh, lower. Okay, fifty. Lower. Thirty. Lower. Twenty. Lower. I don't want to guess anymore because at this point, fifteen dollars. Fifteen. Fifteen dollars is what he put into my bank account. That's one trip. Yep. That's a third of one of those trips. Was fifteen dollars. He put in fifteen dollars. That's quite unfortunate. Yep. Um, it is. It's funny because it's like sometimes parents do do nice gestures yes. where they're like, "You did something for me, so let me help you back." But it is always like a, "Oh, you're very unaware of fifteen dollars." I know, but inflation like, and stuff. Let me be very clear. Yeah, I'm hoping it's because Dad's unaware of how much Uber's cost. Yeah, this isn't out of the realm of possibility. This is just Dad going, "Yeah, whatever. I'm screw you. Bought your food your yeah. whole childhood, so yeah. just you work it out." And I will say a few times <laughs> on the fair trip. enough. Yeah, 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 exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess it's like you know what I've paid my dues. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to still be cost, doing it. What do they say? It costs a million dollars to raise a child or yeah. something like that. So Gosh. yeah, why don't yeah? I don't know a million. He's probably sitting there just going, "Yeah, you've, you've had yours already. Yeah, that's it. You're remember fine." When, remember when I tried to install that pool in our backyard when you were kids uh, and then I don't think you did you ever get it up and running then I did he oh, did then, and he was yeah, out there and he's got the, a very strong case to not pay you a cent he's out there in the dead of winter with like a J-car pump pumping water out of the hole that they yeah. dug in the backyard like he's done a lot I would say that that's but $15 for $170 worth of Ubers he just doesn't know because if it was that little you just wouldn't worry about it you yeah. just go like don't f- forget about it it's oh, we've just been having bucks. we've been having that discussion a lot lately it's like if it's that little don't worry about it I don't want you to have yeah. the inner peace of knowing you did something yeah. if you're not going to do anything, yep. don't do something. Because exactly then you don't get right. to walk around with the confidence of, I did something. No, there was some money there. There I was helped. some money there. Yeah, yeah. I no, helped around. There wasn't anything yeah. noticeable. At this point, don't worry. I would say, right now, yep. do I just send this money back to Dad? Is that is yeah. that how we go? Yeah. I I it's, it's a little petty, but I like it. And at least it starts a conversation. The only like, problem is, it's such a small amount of money, I don't know if he'd notice it going yeah. back in. That's the problem. <laughs> Josh, feelings. 
Tell me about them. Um, I've, I've got a little bit of hurt feelings at the moment, and the reason for that is I'm pretty sure something that Carrie is doing, my girlfriend, is actually more insulting than it is cute. Okay. We have a... Um, we have a shared calendar that we use. Um, Very cute. It is a little cute, but it's also a little necessary because she's quite busy. And yeah. I, I mean, I'm not, but I also do things that will monopolize the free time she has. So, like, if we're going to go and have a drink, or if, like, so it's like, oh, I got a concert on this night or whatever. It's a good it's way like, to keep track of each other. Yeah. Like, or, and just make sure that you're not uh, double booking or anything or exactly. missing out on nights. I will say that as a uh, witness of this relationship, which uh, has been lovely, mm. I will say that I've. And by the way, from both parties, seen the calendar be weaponized. No, oh, it's it's weaponized more than it's not. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and I have seen that. And we, again, from both sides, I'm bringing I'm bringing the joint calendar to the table this morning in okay. terms of a is it cute or is it insulting? Because what Carrie is now doing with the joint calendar. So this weekend just gone, I was in Melbourne. Carrie's also away. Yeah. Um, the dogs. Um, she's coming back today, but I have to collect the dogs from the kennel today. Yeah, like cool. I have to make sure I do that before yep. she gets back because the window for getting them is only a specific time. Yes. Um, I know that. I know it's something I have to do. Yeah. I love these dogs. Um, Cosmo is my daughter. We adopted her together and then Star's my stepdaughter. Um, but the thing here is I love them both and I would not forget to go and get them. But last night at like 11.30 at night, so I was already asleep. Yeah. Um, I noticed that when I woke up this morning, there was a new notification on the phone. Not good night, babe. Not love you. Not anything like that. Missing you. A calendar notification that yeah. I had an appointment today to go and pick up the dogs from the kennel. Yeah, something I've never forgotten to do. Yeah. Something I always. I mean, I'm looking forward to going and getting the girls yeah, from the course. kennel today. I'm very, very pumped. Just the calendar invite there. Just, no, I mean, that's not a fun activity we're going to do together. No, in our cute little calendar. That's just something you. That need is to do just today. a reminder that that's something I need to do today, which I haven't forgotten. Yep. And wouldn't forget. These are the two main things to put there. I've never forgotten it, wouldn't forget it. When it comes to living entities, so Mm. children, animals, whatever you want, very hard to forget those kind of chores because it's like you will get home today and then you'll be like, something great. The gaping hole in the dynamic of the house. Exactly right. What's very hard to miss. Exactly right. And I, I. I don't think this can be interpreted any other way than a complete lack of trust that I'm going to remember yeah, to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's still good. It's. I'm glad I very much see your point, yes. but I also, I'm glad that it's just still sticking to like shared tasks mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. if it comes like, do your washing and yeah. stuff, like remember you got to do washing just today. Just things and, like, I do only for me. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, make sure you're vacuuming today. So you don't and, like, think it's cooking in- some dinner for yourself tonight. It's not insulting yet. Insulting's it- too strong of a word. If she starts trying to use the calendar to remind me to do things for myself. Yeah. Then, then you're like, I'm, you're giving me chores yeah, to do. I'm not being trusted yeah, no, no, with no. even my own health and well-being. Yeah, like now. I did yeah. get through 30 years of life by myself. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I do have some kind oh, of a grasp on it. As she and you will attest to, barely. Yeah. I mean, barely. So but barely in terms of school at least. Yeah. Barely is a passing grade. It's a passing grade. <laughs> yeah. Josh, uh, a few weeks ago, five lions escaped their enclosure at Taronga Zoo. They were just kind of perusing around the facility, yeah. having a look, have a sniff, checking out the other animals. I think it would trip you out to realise. It's very, very important here for litigation reasons to point out they didn't make it past the second part of their no. enclosure. So they weren't Still checking the out other animals. They were very much going, yeah. well, this is a boring part of our enclosure, but yeah. let's go back into the main part where the river is and the beds and all that sort of stuff. Where we are, it's like kind of the way my dog treats it, like, treats me, I suppose. Like when I let him out, he's like, oh my God. And then he's like, actually, that guy kind of like 
gives me love yeah. and food and Things water. Things are pretty good here. Let's stay here. My blanket or my toys there. You know what? I will go back. That's It's not as good on the outside as it was on the inside. Um, but it was also very freaky for everyone. They, oh, yeah. They sounded alarms. There was something like someone was, uh, the family was staying at Taronga Zoo and had like 30 seconds to be like, get back inside. There's yeah. lions everywhere. Well, they didn't know. There was a period where they didn't know how far they'd gone. Exactly. And so they were like, let's fully do what we do when an, an animal escapes and lock it down. Yeah. And they um, obviously rang out uh, a bit of an alarm because that's obviously the best way to communicate yep. with people. The zoo, the lions aren't going, oh, we're going to get locked down now. They're just going, well, we're lions. So that noise is annoying. That noise is somewhat still irksome. going for an explore. Maybe if I go home back to my enclosure, this will stop. But all of the people had to be made aware. Now, obviously, this did happen like a couple of weeks ago. So very much all over, said and done. People are going back to Taronga. It's all fine. One thing that I don't think anyone counted on was in Taronga, they have a bunch of lyrebirds, which is a very cool bird. Overrated, cool. I'll say, but cool nonetheless. You don't like lyrebirds? I just don't. I think, I think they get, they're I, amazing. I think they get way too much credit. Yeah, 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 I'm starting to put together a picture here. You have a lot of problems with birds. You yeah, don't, I don't you like know, birds. You're actually not a big fan of birds, that, eh? Well, let's boil this down. You're not actually, but you don't like ibises. I, don't, I hate ibises. Yeah. Don't don't buy into the hype of the lyrebird. Yeah. But falcons, hawks. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Albatross. But of course. I mean, they're Condors the, they're, are the yeah. raddest things. They're almost not birds. They're that yeah. cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, they're, yeah, so you <laughs> sound like you also have a problem with they're birds. They're like another animal. Because if they're so cool, then they would be birds in your yeah, eyes. No, but I've now they've them. upgraded past the rank sparrow, of animals. Adorable. Yeah, sparrows are fine as well. This is what I mean. I just have a problem with specific birds. Yeah. The lie bird's one of them. But as their name suggests, they're liars because the way that they, I don't know, guard off people or whatever is they can just mimic things exactly yeah, mimic things so yeah. people have like filmed them mimicking baby crying babies crying and stuff and like car alarms go off but at the zoo because obviously oh, these no. alarms were going yeah. off non-stop what people have been he- hearing as they walk past the lyrebird enclosure is this Wait, that, stop. All, that, all, no, of that, wait. all of that noise is being made by the lyrebirds. They're so making that, the evacuate bleh, now. Evacuate now. No way. It's pretty wild. It is I pretty crazy. don't believe that. <laughs> well, then I think I we're, actually we're at a pass then. <laughs> get Ripley in here, because yeah. I'm, I'm at a believe it or not yeah. crossroads. And joins us on the, sh- uh, the show now. The long dead Sir proprietor yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of <laughs> Ripley's believe it or not. I cannot... David Abra is not dead, just in case you're worried. Yeah, I know, we I were going say, in different directions I needed, that. Yeah, um, yeah. Let me be clear. What a waste of a guest as well, just to get you on... I'll get him on the phone to just go, they can. One more listen. <laughs> Wow. Pretty cool. Pretty annoying and scary for everyone else, though. I, I, I'm i on board with the whoop, whoop. I just don't. Are they really doing the evacuate now? Yeah, but that's they don't, amazing. They don't. I think in your mind, they look like Pixar characters where yeah. they're like, yeah. evacuate now. They don't do that. They just, it's like they're it's all in out of their voice. They just box. go like this. Yeah, amazing. And then all this noise just comes amazing. out. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I, I will. I will say, being a staff member at Toronto is going to be pretty scary. You're like, hang on, hang on, wait. Yeah, it's happening. You again. just have to walk around with a map, going, "No, I am within hearing uh, distance of the lyrebird enclosure." And the National Zoo is going to get an offer of a bunch of lyrebirds yeah. if they want the <laughs> lyrebirds gone at a good price. Anybody who wants them, come and get them. <laughs> 
Josh, um, a couple of days ago, King Charles and Queen Escort, uh, Escort, Consort, there you go. Consort. Yeah, she's not escorting the Queen. Yep. She is the Queen, sort of. Consort. Yes. The Consort of sorts. Uh, they were walking and they were doing a public event where they were just meeting people who were like on the side of the streets going, hello, I'm real. That's pretty much it. I don't know what else you want from them. I feel bad for the people who are like, I've been waiting here for 14 hours. And then the Prince Charles was like, howdy. And they're yeah. like, well, you know what? If they're happy with it, power to them. Look, and I don't want to derail this whole thing, but if yeah. the King of England literally said howdy, yeah. that would be worth waiting 14 hours Boy, for because I don't, I don't think he's ever said yeah. that in his life before. Big fan of Yellowstone, apparently, yeah. which well, everyone's talking about. today on stand. Yeah. <laughs> but the King Charles was just not doing that, not tipping his cowboy hat no. and saying howdy to folk. He was just walking through the streets of England. While he was doing this, a 23-year-old student decided, you know what? During this royal visit, I'm going to make a statement. It's not clear at all what his statement was, but he was just like, I've had enough of the king, which, I mean, it's fair enough. Started throwing eggs at him, which is not fair enough. No, okay. Started pelting eggs. I did uh, see this video. King Charles yeah. barely flinches. He like, doesn't even like, notice. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's it, like he's, it more he, hits the people, his like, security behind him. Yeah. And who were just like, oh, okay. And then Terrible aim like, on the egg-throwing guy, but yeah. that's probably for the best, really. Well, and that's it. And honestly, because of all these people who were very excited to see King Charles, they were, he was probably like five rows back. So yeah. he was like, oh, that looks like an old dude that probably is King Charles. Let me just piff an egg at him. Uh, immediately was arrested, obviously, taken to the station. Was released by 10 a.m. the next morning. Apparently had a very, well, no, sorry, 10 p.m. that night. Had a really good solicitor. They were just like, all right, great. But the ban that he's been handed down is that he is now banned from carrying eggs in public. He's not allowed to carry eggs He's in not public. allowed to have eggs on him. Wait a minute, what time was he let out of jail? 10 p.m. Oh, no, so he didn't make it to breakfast. Imagine if they'd served an omelette. <laughs> this is what I mean. Or scrambled eggs or something. All right, what we have here, Governor? <laughs> Enjoying some eggs, are we? Not on my dime. I, um, I find it interesting that the ban is now no eggs in public. Yeah. So how do you, how do you even police that? Because surely if he's wanting to buy eggs, this guy, yeah. to just have them at home, he's got to get them home somehow. That's what so I mean. What he's, he's caught in between the supermarket and home with these eggs, yeah. he's in trouble. Exactly right. This is a lot like... Um, the decriminalised drug laws in Canberra. That's, I didn't know you're if some, we wanted to go there, but that's the only thing have, I could think of. You're allowed to have small quantities of certain things. It's like, how did it get here? But how did you yeah. acquire them? Because that's still not, get le- here? That's how not you, legal. How did you make this tasty scrambled yeah. egg dish in the morning? Do you have a chicken at home? Because you're allowed, uh, per 16-person per person household, you're allowed two, two chickens. Two chickens, <laughs> two yeah. chickens. I don't see any chickens here. Where'd you get the chicken feed from? Are you selling these chickens to anyone else? No, 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 these are just my eggs, I swear to God. That's some good Canberra comedy there, guys. Well done, everyone. Good hustle. Uh, Josh, in 2013, I travelled to America to work. I was a camp counsellor for a couple of months, which was great. But afterwards, I got to travel around and I decided to go to New York City. Um, And while I was there, I was like, something that's not super touristy, but I'd very much like to do is almost sort of like my bucket list because it's the home of nearly every superhero. I was like, I'd love to go to a comic book shop and just buy... Like a bit of a vintage comic book from New York City. Okay. That'd be kind of yeah. rad. Pretty, pretty stock standard. Yeah, I went in there and I just bought some regular comics, just some like new editions and stuff. And then I said to the guy, like, like, look, I don't have much money at all, but is there anything you can sell me that's like a little older, might be like yeah, kind of cool, has a cool kind of story to it or whatever? And he was like, yeah, sort of, and showed me to a comic book. That was an amazing Spider-Man comic book, so I was already on board. I love Spidey. Um, and it was of a guy that I'd never, ever heard of before. Like, that was the villain of the comic book. Oh, so Spider-Man's villain was uh, this random character. It was the amazing Spider-Man versus a character named Kazar. K-A-Z-A-R. Kazar. 
And I was like, and okay. He had the power of peer-to-peer file sharing. <laughs> you could download a Linkin Park song in 45 minutes. He had the power, seemingly, of a saber-toothed type of friend and oh. being very jacked and not wearing a shirt. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what his power was. The power of steroids. Yeah, the power of steroids yeah. and fr- befriending extinct animals. Yeah. Um, from what I could tell, it was essentially like a Tarzan. And so I said to the guy, is this worth a lot? And he went, no. N- not <laughs> at all. He said, no, yeah. it's not. And he said, if you don't have a lot of money, this is probably the closest you're getting. He said, what I will say, though, uh, is that if they ever... I don't know. He's like, a lot of people buy these comic books of characters that like maybe it was the first time they popped up in something or whatever. And he's like, people buy them and with no intention of anything happening with it. Like Iron Man, for example. Iron Man was very much not a main staple of Marvel. Like before the movies, people didn't really care about Iron Man. So you got some old Iron Man comics now, you're in the money. Exactly right, because they started making movies about him, everyone cared, and then everyone loved him, no and then way. fantastic. So they're saying... No way. Well, the guy said, he's like, if Kazar ever... Oh, no way. If he ever becomes popular, if they ever put him in a movie, ever have give him a TV show, this probably will be worth some money someday. And he went after that, he went, before I see this, I will say, that's not ever going to happen wow. because, as I said, he's a rip-off Tarzan, so... God, if this break ends with, and it's not happening, thanks for coming. Yeah, and no, on. no one showed any interest. Wait so no. Uh, in the latest Doctor Strange movie, there was like a very brief second where they showed where Kazar is from. They're talking about making, an, he's from the Savage Lands. They're yeah. talking about making a Savage Lands TV show featuring Kazar. There we go. I maybe. Oh, you're in the money. on a bit of cash. You're in the money. 2013. What does the movie so Like, it was just after the Avengers had come out, yep. the first one. So this guy's probably very much within his rights to be like, don't expect anything. You are now. It's an oversaturated market, and I'm about to be rich off it. No one could have predicted that they'd literally give every Marvel character ever their own yeah. TV show. This like, is inc- you've been in a comic book ever, you good. This is incredible. I, you, have you done any stats on how much you'd be in for? Or? Right now, because currently nothing has been confirmed other than they're just like hinting at it a little bit. The the one I have is not in great condition, but maybe like 140 bucks, and I paid nice. like 10 or 15 nice. for yeah, it. Nice. Uh, I am now, though, realizing, I realized it before, that's sort of why I started freaking out. Because it was very much stated to me how worthless this was and how it was never going to happen, and I didn't, I believe this guy, not fully sure where it is. Ah, uh, you've lost it. Mm. This is like that guy who had the Bitcoin that was yeah. like saved on a hard drive that was like $1.4 billion lost and the then just lost the password. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I may, or alternatively, my dog might have chewed it up. Mm. In which case, if anybody's got patience, yeah. patience and uh, a decent stomach on them, we're going to reconstruct it. When it comes back out, we'll put all the pieces back together. Hell no, I'll just start, I'll sell my dog. I'll sell like, the dog. Inside yeah. this dog yeah. is the first edition of Kazar. <laughs> for a little while, I must admit, for a little while longer, people are going to go, that program you could download music? Yeah. What, why is that in what? him? <laughs> what, what are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, Josh, I love when people get behind causes. It's a good thing to do. Also, a good thing to do to like wear T-shirts and stuff yep. about your causes gets people, they don't even need to have a conversation with you to go, you know what, I need to look into that more, or you know what, I also support that. And maybe it's been a while since I've donated to a cause. There's obviously a lot of merchandise and branding with pretty much every single organization. A, that lot, is, of, a lot of charities will use their T-shirts as a way to make extra money for the charity. Exactly right. Sell merch. They're like, it cost me five bucks to make this shirt, sell it for 30 bucks. All the profits go to whatever. Well, sometimes they do, but still, it's a good way to earn a little bit more money. Uh, I saw a person over the weekend wearing a Stop World Hunger uh, shirt. Oh, yeah. Pretty basic one to get in, on, on board with. like, And not basic as in like, oh, think of a better one. More like basic as in like, yeah. It's not a lot it's of sort size. It's of like climate change. It's like, yeah, yes. 
correct. I feel well, it's, like, yeah, it's like there's not a lot of sides to fall on that. Yeah. There are people who are hungry who shouldn't be hungry. Let's exactly try and right. do something about that. I'd love to have a conversation with someone who, I mean, obviously it's a lot easier to have a conversation with people who deny climate change, but yeah. people who would be against stopping, stopping world, world hunger. hunger. The very hard, be a very interesting conversation. No one out there flying that flag. Yeah, it's like, think. you know what? No, sometimes it's fine, actually. Um, this person was wearing it. Great. Love it. Uh, had the even the link down the bottom to donate and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really, really nice. Unfortunately, this person that I saw was in Crown Casino yeah. making $100 bets. Yeah, very strange. So I, whilst I think, obviously, you don't have to donate all of your money. You still need to live and stuff. Does, if you are wearing a world hunger or a stop world hunger shirt mm. out and about, obviously you're very passionate about it. Yeah. Just seemingly wearing it to a casino and being like, ah, here's, I'm going to risk my money. Uh, in the end, the outcome might just be I get absolutely nothing in return. You and I walked past this guy. He yeah. was on the $100 blackjack table. Correct. And I mean, the, the thing here is the only thing I could, because we walked away perplexed. Yeah. We were like, this guy is dropping $100 rounds on yeah. blackjack while wearing a T-shirt about donating to charity. Yes. Like, just stop doing what you're doing. Yeah, Donate you- all of that money to the charity. But we walked off and I thought to myself, the only thing I could think was that maybe, just maybe, he works for the charity or something like that and thought, well, a lot of people tend to come and watch at the $100 blackjack table because yeah, it's actually amazing to watch people with that much money yeah. just throwing it away willy-nilly. He's like, great advertising spot. I'm going to get a lot of foot traffic. A lot of people are going to be coming through to watch me play blackjack. The T-shirt's going to get a lot of exposure. Maybe gonna, yeah. He's done a cost-benefit analysis of like, people see the link on the back of the shirt because yeah. they've come to watch me play blackjack. I will say in a similar fashion, I've never walked away from a blackjack table, by the way, in my life, and mm-hmm. I love blackjack, and I've, but I've never, ever, ever walked away from a blackjack table going, God, I've got so much money, yeah. I should give some of it away. That is where the whole plane <laughs> falls apart just a little bit. <laughs> Josh, um, sometimes you get inclinations that you're like, oh, I don't think I'm as welcome here as I initially thought. Yeah. Usually it's like maybe you go to a party and you're like... Family I, reunion, family, that sort of thing. Well, yeah. It's not family reunion. You usually are. <laughs> if you're a part of the family, somewhat invited. Mm. But no, yeah, there's usually just sometimes situations that you stumble into. And it's mostly picking up on social cues. We're yeah. like, I don't know a lot of people here. Not a lot of people coming up and talking to me. Maybe I shouldn't have come. Uh, I got that except magnified to 100, and I knew immediately, I was like, oh, I'm not meant to be here. Fantastic. And I don't blame the guy for it at all. I was just like, oh, I wish I hadn't done this, and now we've just got to kind of both commit to this weirdness. I ordered an Uber on Saturday morning to go to the airport. Um, Fine, normal, whatever. Guy showed up. Fantastic. Didn't have much luggage, so I was like, oh, fantastic. I don't need to put anything in the back. This guy's literally just dropped me off at the airport, and then I'm off I pop. Went to get in the front seat, sat in, I just had a backpack, and I went to throw it in front of me, and I realized my knees were on the dashboard, essentially, and my head, when I sat down and put my seatbelt on, my head was like five centimeters away from the sun visor thing mm. you can put down. Who the Uber driver's just knowing you're going to be taking a flight. He wants you to practice the brace position. Yeah, He's like, it. just, we'll, we'll get you there to the airport while you're practicing some of the safety instructions. He's like, how much did you pay for those flights? Yeah. And I was like, oh, 300 bucks. And he's like, oh, yeah, mate, economy's going to be like this for you anyway. Yeah, yeah. So yeah we just want you to get in. comfortable. Um, I realized, and it's such, it's a thing that's changed during COVID and I don't know what the rules are anymore because I don't want to seem rude by sitting in the back seat and being like, drive me around. But I also understand that people don't really want to be close to people anymore. But absolutely this guy had put his front seat up so that no one would sit in it. Interesting. I had to readjust the seat. So the guy just took off straight away and I realized, oh, this guy 
didn't want me sitting up here. I haven't been in an Uber solo in a very long time, yeah. I must admit, and that kills any of this awkwardness. Because if you're with someone, you can both sit in the back and exactly. it doesn't, and and it doesn't look awkward. But if you're on your own, yeah. it's a pretty Australian custom. Like, you and I went to the US in June, and they do. They think you're trying to carjack them if well, you get in the front seat. Like it's There's not, a divider yeah. between, in every taxi, there's a divider between the front seat and the back seat, a lot like a cop car. And, and in Ubers, though, if you try and get in the front, well, they just think it's weird. They are also using it like Australians for their ad campaigns as well, where mm. they're like, uh, oh, Australians traveling to the US. God, they they love us. Get that around it. And then yeah, yeah. that person would get in the front seat of a taxi and the guy would go, oh, oh. let me guess, Australians? Yeah. She's like, hey, here's your bloody nose. And he's like, what? Well, I wasn't 100% sure, but now I am. Yep. Uh, it was just so awkward as well, though, because we had to sit there, and then he didn't really want to talk to me, which is fair enough. And then I was like, oh. if you'd just pulled over five minutes into this, when I started like adjusting my chair, if he would have been like, mate, just get in the back, that would have been fine. If I was an Uber driver, if I was an Uber driver, I think, and now I know about myself, I'd actually rather everybody in the back. Yeah, because then there's not as much pressure to have the conversation. Of course, you, you can be doing your own thing on the phone in the back while I'm driving. Just let's just get where we're going. That's what I would like. So maybe they're using COVID as a way to just knock this Australian tradition of yeah. getting in the front out of us fully. Like COVID, COVID's the opportunity for Uber taxis, everyone to go. Let's stop with the front seat. We're good. Uh, the amount of things that they ask you about beforehand in Ubers, where it's like this guy is a great conversationalist. Yep. Very good driver. Would you like the air conditioner set would at a certain you, temperature? Yeah. Would, you, would like- you like conversation? There should be an option of being like, hey, don't sit in the front seat of my car. Yeah. Because yep. I, I don't want you there. You probably don't want to be there or at the very least don't care. And it's making it awkward for the both of us. So now I'm thinking about me as an Uber driver, just how, how much other people can annoy me. I'd be like, there's a horse float on the back. Yeah. Just get into that. <laughs> just get into that. You'll get where you're going. That was the Ned and Josh, Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit meja.com.au. Hit 104.7.